Hi, my name is Alan. I'm a business designer and welcome to the Beyond Users podcast, where we learn about business to become better designers who not only solve user challenges, but also achieve business goals. Welcome to this special Beyond Users podcast. So this week I published a guide called the Ultimate Business Design Guide. Um, so it's something that's been cooking up on my stove for a few months and it's been bothering me, so I decided to put it together. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about this guide. I'm going to give a few glimpses of um, the content that I cover. And at the same time, I invite you also to the website at beyondusers.com slash guides, where you can also read the whole thing. But in this episode, I'm going to just focus on a few key points that I find very interesting. And I think also you listeners will find beneficial. First of all, why did I even write this? So the funny thing is that when I started working as a business designer, I started receiving a lot of emails from other, um, especially business-minded people, but also from designers who themselves wanted to become business designers. Um, I tried to help uh, everyone in the beginning, but it soon became too much. There were just too many emails, too many questions. So uh, I actually asked my boss and other friends at IDEO how they solve this and they told me that everybody has the same problem and that they have this template that they send out to people with a few resources, with a few links to a few articles that they think are helpful. So I did the same, but looking back and also at the time, I knew that those resources were not really enough for somebody who is just starting out, who hasn't maybe done a business design degree, who hasn't done a, um, a business design course or something like that uh, and there aren't and weren't many of them so i don't think they were really helpful because a lot of them were very generic kind of explaining how a day of a business designer looks like or give you like a generic definition and um, i felt like we were letting those people down but also the whole discipline down so um, i decided to write this guide for those people who are thinking of starting as business designers but also for senior business designers, so those who have been practicing practicing it for some time, so that maybe we have this guide as a provocation for, uh, hey, let's come together, let's write the definition of this thing, let's come up with a list of tools, and let's try to systematize the whole discipline. So the three things that I cover in the guide, and these are the three kind of big chapters, is business design 101, where I talk about the definition of business design, and cast away some common misconceptions. Then the second uh, chapter is how business designers work, talking about our process, the tools, activities, deliverables, prototypes, etc. And finally then uh, a title or a section called Becoming a Business Designer, where I explain like an open source curriculum for those people who are um, coming more from the business perspective, what they can do to become business designers, and then another section deals with, or another question or another subchapter deals with what can I do if I'm a designer and want to become a business designer? Because these two tracks are completely separate and I wrote like an open source curriculum for both of them so you can check that out also on the website. So now one thing that I would like to dive into is the definition of business design. It's funny because I remember when I had the first interview for a business design internship at IDEO, I honestly had no clue what it is. I kind of felt what it is, you know, huh, it's 
business and you probably design business models, you probably design strategies. Hmm, it sounds like something I can do. I finished the business school after all. Uh, now looking back, that was it was foolish for me, but also I couldn't really find a definition. So I remember a few months into the internship, I asked a few colleagues uh, what their definition of business design is. And finally, uh, what I found out is that actually there isn't one, it, it, we didn't have kind of common definition or we said something, hey, it's, it's a viability part of design, which is cool, but it also doesn't tell you much because you don't know actually what to do with it. So what I've tried to do, one of the main things for this guide for me was to come up with a definition that's helpful, with a definition that if somebody reads it, reads it and somebody wants to become a business designer, they kind of have a few, they have a better image of what it takes to become a business designer and what it takes to do business design work. So here is my definition now. Business design is an activity that uses, number one, design methodologies, number two, design mindset, and number three, business tools in order to solve business challenges. So basically, we have these three components, the design methodologies being design thinking and other design methodologies, then a design mindset and business tools to solve business challenges. So I can't dive into all the details. Again, I would really invite you to read the whole guide but I would focus on the main thing that many people get wrong when they try to uh, practice business design, which is design mindset. So most people kind of learn the process and most business people also know the business tools, you know, the Porter's Five Forces, how to do competitive research, how to draw and how to come up with a new strategy. People kind of know that and they also know the design thinking methodology. But a lot of people just gloss over the design mindset as if, hey, that's not important or, hey, I feel like I'm there. But I actually think this is the most crucial aspect. Um, so I actually come up with, like, with the six um, mindsets that I think business designers should have or six mindsets that make a business designer business designer. So the first one is that we always start with customers and stakeholders. So business design starts with a customer in mind. You know, so instead of doing competitive research and just looking at other limiting constraints, which is what typically maybe management consultants would do, we start by looking at customers and stakeholders. Right? So we do customer research, we do stakeholder research, and we basically try to understand what their wants, needs, and challenges are. That's the starting point. And that's super important because for a lot of business people, this is not the starting point. Second, we are very fluent and we enjoy thinking in extremes because the traditional way to solving business problems is basically quickly identifying the most likely scenario and just excluding all the unviable solutions. But as a business designer, what you really love is to go into the extremes. So we, extreme, so we basically create extreme prototypes, not, to, not because we think those prototypes are great and those are the solutions, but those extreme prototypes give us new ideas and also they're much easier to test with people, right? Because it's easier to get uh, an answer or a feedback on an extreme concept than it is to something that's very vanilla-like. And those extreme prototypes help us learn and actually then find a solution. So the third one is prototype to learn. So this is very much related to what I just talked about thinking in extremes. 
So basically, we use prototypes not just to to find a solution, but also to learn. And when we do that, we usually think in extremes. We go into the extremes because um, we sometimes use things that we know are not viable, but if we just create those, maybe we find a third option that is viable, so to speak. Number four, the fourth mindset that makes a business designer is combining qualitative and quantitative data. So anyone listening to this now and who has gone to a business school knows that mostly what you're being taught at a business school is looking at quantitative data. You read annual reports, you create business cases, you read trend reports, industry reports, a lot of data, a lot of quantitative data. However, business designers, because they're designers, they're also comfortable with messy qualitative data, which is mostly statistically insignificant. However, the magic happens when we combine these two. When we have some qualitative data, when we talk to customers and stakeholders, we understand the reasons why they do certain things or why they answered to this question on our questionnaire the way they did. And when we combine this qualitative data, which gives us the why, and with the quantitative data, which gives us the what and how much of what is happening, we get really interesting hypotheses that we can um, start testing. The fifth mindset is called, or I call it, embracing small data sets, which is very common also, very interesting, not interesting, but very similar to embracing ambiguity. So the thing is that after conducting just 10 interviews, for example, in the first phase of the design thinking, you don't get statistically significant results. But as a business designer, we have to get comfortable because we are designers in a sense that we come up with extreme cases of um, business strategy, etc. And we're not looking for statistically significant results in certain stages of our process. So we are very comfortable with using small data sets to basically get inspired. And then we later create hypotheses, prototypes, and test those. And lastly, business designers also think visually. Um, a lot of people, when they first hear about business design, is they think about spreadsheets. You know, um, however, for a business designer, a spreadsheet is just one of the tools because what we love to do is turn this business data into visual tools that help us find patterns, help us communicate learnings with our team, maybe create experiments. So what I found out is when I try to create a spreadsheet in a uh, Excel or Google uh, spreadsheets, I feel very confined to the format. You just try to fill out those spaces. But when I take this data out of the screen, maybe I have like a form core or something like this, and I write all of these data out, then together with the team, I start actually looking for the patterns. I'd see more stuff than I would see if I'm just trying to fill out a spreadsheet. So obviously we are not kind of the masters of visual communication, but any basic knowledge, just catching something on a post-it uh, or being more visual even in, in, in the computer itself, like using more graphs, is really uh, useful for business designers to uncover new ideas, to get inspired, to find unusual patterns, etc. So this pretty much covers the six mindsets that make a business designer business designer. Um, in the next section of the guide, then I go into the uh, the process of business design work. So basically explain these five steps of design thinking and what usually business designers do in each of them. I kind of list all the tools and activities. Um, I also talk about what is the role of a business designer on a project. Um, 
how do the co-creation workshops look like? I give it three examples, like a, how a business empathy workshop looks like, which is basically how do we uncover business or data that is relevant for the viability aspect of our project. I also talk about a blue ocean workshop and a financial planning workshop. Uh, I also give a few examples of the prototypes. So there's a sketch that you can find that basically shows how I usually try to uncover the strategic direction we should go into. I also give example of a deliverable. So basically these are like a four slides that I use to do the uh, bottom-up analysis of a bike shop uh, idea, business idea in Berlin. And then we also get into the third section, which is becoming a business designer, which um, as I previously also said, that's where I share these two open source curriculums for designers who want to go into business design and for business people who want to go into uh, business design. So again, like if you want to read more about this, you can find the guide on the beyonduses.com slash guides. Cool. So that's everything about the guide. But actually next week, we're opening the next batch of the DMBA, the DMBA 3, which is basically an online MBA course for designers who want to learn more about business. Um, and since I talked about business design today a lot, I just want to stress that the DMBA was not made with the purpose of creating business designers. But if you're a designer who wants to maybe go into business design, in the DMBA, you can learn the basic fundamental business skills that you need in order to become a business designer. Because as a designer, you need to kind of combine these two sides. You need to have the design mindset, which most designers or designers by definition should have with the business tools and design methodologies. So by having the DMBA um, degree, also this could then give you this basic knowledge. But still, I want to say that the course is not specifically made just to talk about business design and um, it's not doesn't cover all the tools and activities. So, as I mentioned earlier, we're opening the course on Monday. And if you want to learn more what the previous intake thinks about the course, here's also one snippet of the DMB alumna, Ryan Ramsey, who basically talks about his experience and his view of the DMBA course. You know, I've always thought that designers really need to understand business. Really where desirability meets viability is in a place where designers understand business. And Alan's curriculum is fantastic. It's uh, concise, it's succinct, and it's right on the point in terms of a designer learning the basics of forming a business strategy and being able to communicate with their business and product partners. Cool. So that's everything in this episode. If you want to sign up for the waiting list for the course, you can also do that on the d.mba. So basically www.d.mba. And you're going to be then notified as soon as the applications open. Cool. Have a very nice week and talk to you next week. Bye-bye.